Today is the 26th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is great to be here with you today and every day as we gather again to take the next step forward. We have just gotten ourselves into some new territory. We've completed a book of the Bible, the book of Genesis. So now we're in the book of Exodus. The book of Genesis ends with the story of Joseph. And the book of Exodus introduces us to a man named Moses, who's a major figure in the scriptures. And his reputation afterward, after his life, well, that goes on until today. So we're getting to know Moses as we continue the journey forward. Today, Exodus chapter 2, verse 11 through 3, verse 22. One day after Moses had become an adult, he went out among his people and he saw their forced labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. He looked around to make sure no one else was there. Then he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When Moses went out the next day, he saw two Hebrew men fighting with each other. Moses said to the one who had started the fight, why are you abusing your fellow Hebrew? He replied, Who made you a boss or judge over us? Are you planning to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? And Moses was afraid when he realized, they obviously know what I did. When Pharaoh heard about it, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses ran away from Pharaoh and settled down in the land of Midian. One day, Moses was sitting by a well. Now there was a Midianite priest who had seven daughters. The daughters came to draw water and fill the troughs so that their father's flock could drink. But some shepherds came along and rudely chased them away. Moses got up and rescued the women and gave their flock water to drink. When they went back home to their father, Ruel, he asked, How were you able to come back home so soon today? They replied, An Egyptian man rescued us from a bunch of shepherds. Afterward, he even helped us draw water to let the flock drink. Ruel said to his daughters, So where is he? Why did you leave this man? Invite him to eat a meal with us. Moses agreed to come and live with the man, who gave his daughter Zipporah to Moses as his wife. She gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, because, he said, I've been an immigrant living in a foreign land. A long time passed, and the Egyptian king died. The Israelites were still groaning because of their hard work. They cried out, and their cry to be rescued from the hard work rose up to God. God heard their cry of grief, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God looked at the Israelites, and God understood. Moses was taking care of the flock for his father-in-law Jethro, Midian's priest, He led his flock out to the edge of the desert, and he came to God's mountain called Horeb. The Lord's messenger appeared to him in a flame of fire in the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn up. Then Moses said to himself, Let me check out this amazing sight and find out why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw that he was coming to look, God called him out of the bush Moses, Moses. 
Moses said, I'm here. Then the Lord said, Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. He continued, I am the God of your father, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I've clearly seen my people oppressed in Egypt. I've heard their cry of injustice because of their slave masters. I know about their pain. I've come down to rescue them from the Egyptians in order to take them out of the land and bring them to a good and broad land, a land that's full of milk and honey, a place where the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites all live. Now the Israelites' cries of injustice have reached me. I've seen just how much the Egyptians have oppressed them. So get going. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I to go to Pharaoh and to bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I'll be with you, and this will show you that I'm the one who sent you. After you bring the people out of Egypt, you will come back here and worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I now come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they are going to ask me, What's this God's name? What am I supposed to say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. Say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God continued, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how all generations will remember me. Go and get Israel's elders together and say to them, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob has appeared to me. The Lord said, I've been paying close attention to you and to what has been done to you in Egypt. I've decided to take you away from the harassment in Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, a land full of milk and honey. They will accept what you say to them. Then you and Israel's elders will go to Egypt's king and say to him, The Lord, the Hebrews' God, has met with us. So now let us go on a three-day journey into the desert so that we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. However, I know that Egypt's king won't let you go unless he's forced to do it. So I'll use my strength and hit Egypt with dramatic displays of my power. After that, he'll let you go. I'll make it so that when you leave Egypt, the Egyptians will be kind to you and you won't go away empty-handed. Every woman will ask her neighbor along with the immigrant in her household for their silver and their gold jewelry, as well as their clothing. And you will put it on your sons and daughters and you will rob the Egyptians. Matthew 17, 10-27 
The disciples asked, Then why do the legal experts say that Elijah must come first? Jesus responded, Elijah does come first and will restore all things. In fact, I tell you that Elijah has already come, and they didn't know him, but they did to him whatever they wanted. In the same way, the human one is also going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples realized he was telling them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man met Jesus. He knelt before him, saying, Lord, show mercy to my son. He is epileptic and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire or the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus answered, You faithless and crooked generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus spoke harshly to the demon, and it came out of the child who was healed from that time on. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and said, Why couldn't we throw the demon out? Because you have little faith, he said. I assure you that if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Go from here to there, and it will go. There will be nothing that you can't do. When the disciples came together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The human one is about to be delivered over into human hands. They will kill him, but he will be raised on the third day. And they were heartbroken. When they came to Capernaum, the people who collected the half-shekel temple tax came to Peter and said, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he said. But when they came into the house, Jesus spoke to Peter first. What do you think, Simon? From whom do earthly kings collect taxes? From their children or from strangers? From strangers, he said. Jesus said to him, Then the children don't have to pay. But just so we don't offend them, Go to the lake, throw out a fishing line and hook, and take the first fish you catch. When you open its mouth, you will find a shekel coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. Psalm 22, 1-18 For the music leader, according to the Doe of Dawn, a psalm of David, My God, my God, why have you left me all alone? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my anguished groans? My God, I cry out during the day, but you don't answer. Even at nighttime, I don't stop. You are the Holy One, enthroned. You are Israel's praise. Our ancestors trusted you. They trusted you and you rescued them. They cried out to you and they were saved. They trusted you and they weren't ashamed. But I'm just a worm, less than human, insulted by one person, despised by another. All who see me make fun of me. They gape, shaking their heads. He committed himself to the Lord, so let God rescue him. Let God deliver him because God likes him so much. But you are the one who pulled me from the womb, placing me safely at my mother's breasts. I was thrown on you from birth. You've been my God since I was in my mother's womb. 
please don't be far from me because trouble is near and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me, mighty bulls from Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths at me like a lion ripping and roaring. I'm poured out like water. All my bones have fallen apart. My heart is like wax. It melts inside me. My strength is dried up like a piece of broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You've set me down in the dirt of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of evil people circle me like a lion. Oh, my poor hands and feet. I can count all my bones. Meanwhile, they just stare at me, watching me. They divvy up my garments among themselves. They cast lots for my clothes. Proverbs 5, 7 through 14. Now, sons, listen to me and don't deviate from the words of my mouth. Stay on a path that is far from her. Don't approach the entrance to her house. Otherwise, you will give your strength to others, your years to a cruel person. Otherwise, strangers will sap your strength and your hard work will end up in a foreigner's house. You will groan at the end when your body and flesh are exhausted and you say, How I hated instruction. How my heart despised correction. I didn't listen to the voice of my instructor. I didn't obey my teacher. I'm on the brink of utter ruin in the assembled community. Okay, so as we get to know Moses in the book of Exodus, we can sort of see this identity crisis in him, and that's going to show up from time to time as, as, as we get to know him, and we'll get to know him really well. So he's this Hebrew, Hebrew boy who's supposed to be thrown into the Nile to drown. He's put into the Nile and rescued by Pharaoh's daughter. And so he, he then subsequently gets partially raised by his own mom. So he's an ethnic Hebrew. He's a slave child. But then he was treated and educated like, like royalty in Egypt. And so there's an internal conflict that we see and it came out today and put Moses on the run. Moses murdered an Egyptian who was uh, abusing a Hebrew and then the next day the, the Hebrews ridiculed him for it so he had to go on the run and when Pharaoh found out about it he wanted to kill Moses. And so Moses settles in this distant land of Midian looking for a new life. Then he got married, became a father, became a shepherd. And then God intervenes one day and Moses sees this bush that's on fire, but it's not burning up. So he goes to check it out and a very, very huge thing happens in the Bible. God calls Moses and Moses says, here I am, here I am. And that posture, we need to take that posture into our day to day. Uh, for sure, because we need to take that posture into our lives. It's, it's a posture that we need to walk through life in if we really actually want 
the truth. Not only the truth out of the scriptures, but the truth about ourselves. We're not going to find stability and comfort in our faith walk without this call and response. Moses, here I am. It's a, it's a big turning point in the Bible. I mean, we're, we're following the story of the people that were set apart. Right? This began with the story of Abraham and then Isaac and then Jacob and then Jacob's son, Joseph. And now we're in Moses, but we're following the same story, but it's about, it's about to get pretty dramatic. And let's just remember this moment because it's gonna get really crazy in the coming days. And it all starts with, here I am. And this conversation between God and Moses uh, shows us that the, the cry of the, the Hebrew people had been heard by God. And God was initiating a move to free his people. And Moses was instructed to go to Egypt and, and tell the people that they need to plan to be free. And then he's supposed to go to Pharaoh himself and demand the release of the Hebrews. And Moses is like, they're not going to believe this. Who am I supposed to tell them sent me? And we see something really that's famous, but it's pivotal and it's riveting. God says, tell them, tell them I am who I am. I just, I, I love that because it's, it's like a, on one level, it's like God saying, I don't have, like, I don't have to defend myself to my creation. I am who I am. But it is this great I am that's speaking to Moses and this posture is laid out. Moses responds, here I am, and so let's be paying attention. Let's be paying attention to everything around us because that call is going forth to all of us. And that posture of just saying, here, I'm right here. What, what, do, you, what do you need? I'm right here. This is going to rescue and save our lives. And so, Father, we invite you into that because so often it's the other way around. We're saying, God, God, Lord, Lord. And you're supposed to say, here I am. And then we're supposed to tell you what to do. And it seems as if maybe what we're seeing coming out of the Bible is we got this backwards. It's the other way around. And so humbly we come before you and say, thank you for letting us be here at all. Thank you for this next breath. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, to be. We are so wrapped up in doing and we are so wrapped up in just all the drama of humanity. Thank you for the opportunity to just be, that we exist, that you thought us up. Thank you. You don't owe us anything. We owe you everything. And so we humble ourselves before you and listen for your voice and your call wherever it may be. Come, Holy Spirit. Let us hear your voice, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And so, indeed, 
check it out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources there, whether that be musical resources like for contemplation and prayer, the kind of stuff that's behind us every day here around the global campfire setting the atmosphere, or whether it be resources to take deeper dives, resources, uh, books like Reframe from the God We've Made to God with Us, or Sneezing Jesus, How God Restores Our Humanity, or The God of Your Story, which kind of follows what we do here uh, in written form each day, like 365 days. So you can check that out. That's These, these resources are in the Daily Audio Bible shop, and they're here for the journey we are on. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. And thank you deeply for your partnership. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Deb family. This is Miranda in Florida. I'm calling in after hearing Darren's story. Darren, I'm so, I'm so sorry for your loss and that situation that you're facing, especially with the circumstances with the family member. My, um, my father last year, he tried to kill my mom, sister and I, and then committed suicide in front of us. So I can, I don't know the exact situation, but I can understand the shock and the pain and all the complicated feelings that come with that. And um, my prayer for you is that you are able to focus on the Lord like you're doing now to continue that and that He lifts you up and give you strength through the healing and all the complicated emotions and processes and things that you're going to have to deal with. Um, and I'm so, so sorry for the loss of your daughter. And um, um, I pray that you get through this, that you depend on the Lord. And I pray for the rest in her soul. Hi, family. This is Viola from Maryland. Hope you're all doing well. Brian and Jill, God bless you. God bless your ministry and every offshoot of your ministry worldwide. God bless China, Zeke, and everyone who is laboring in the background. Family, I want to encourage you to give to the DAB ministry. This is a good soil to sow your seed in. And when that seed leaves your hand, it will never return back to your void. It's where God will multiply the seed that you've sown into this um, worthy ministry. Uh, Darren, I'm calling because of you. I pray that our Father God will wrap his arms around you and comfort you. I am so, so sorry for your loss. And I pray that God will just reach down and touch you in noticeable ways, either through the people that he brings your way, people that he brings into your life, 
whatever you read, what you hear, what you hear. I pray that the Lord will touch you in um, different ways and just comfort your heart. The Bible says that blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And I pray that the Lord Himself will comfort you. He is a man of sorrows. He is not he is not unfamiliar with grief. And so he knows what you're going through. And I pray that he will wrap his arms around you and around your daughter's mother um, over the loss of her daughter and also all the people that she lost in a single day. Father, Lord, I pray that you will touch these precious ones, oh God, Lord, and, and just help them as they grieve. Strengthen them, oh God, in Jesus' name. And I pray, oh God, that you will bless them, oh God, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, Lord, I also pray for everyone in the Daily Audio Bible family who is going through um, grieving in one way or the other, grieving of a lost, lost loved one. Father, Lord, I pray that you will comfort their hearts as well and bless them as they mourn in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Good morning, DAB family. Happy New Year to each one of you. May God continue to be with you, bless each one of you, and to strengthen you, and to reveal His will to you in 2024. I'm calling in to pray for God's yellow flower, who asked for prayer for her son, who has a difficult decision to make concerning whether he should receive the toxic treatment for cancer. Father, I pray that you would continue to reveal your will to God's yellow flower and her son and to be with them and strengthen them in the name of Jesus and to bring complete healing in the name of Jesus. Hi, beautiful family. This is Prisoner of Hope. Susie from Colorado praying for uh, continued prayers for the orphanage in Haiti that is threatening to burn the orphanage down. Uh, You said much of the staff has left and you're tired and you can't get to them. And then you cut off and I don't know what the rest that you prayed, but I have an idea anyway. And then you called in again, said you're still hoping to get the kids to Jamaica and the threats are increasing. Uh, We're lifting them up. Panting deer from Michigan. Your friend at work's cousin Ryan was taken by the Taliban in Afghanistan and is in solitary confinement and being tortured. Oh, almighty God, you alone are our strong defender and an ever-present help in times of trouble. Please watch over and defend this orphanage and all those who are caring for them. We beg you for your protection and peace in each of these situations. Please stop the violence against Ryan and the threatened violence against these precious children. Give Ryan and these workers and even the children courage and strength and bring them to safety. To safety, Lord. Uh, For Ryan, that he would be able to come home and for these children that they would be able to go to Jamaica. You are the God of peace, hope, and love. Please bring your hope and your peace and love to these situations. And for those who are perpetrating these crimes, Lord, please soften their hearts and grant them salvation. We ask all these things in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, our Messiah, Jesus, our Lord, we beg. Amen.